And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you as a courtesy from our Patreon supporters. They support the show so you don't have to listen to commercials other than maybe some of that amazing um, that amazing travel agent. What was his name? Uh, Justin, over and away with me travel. Of course, of course we need to talk about him a little bit. But other than that, you're not getting any commercials, guys. And that's because of those guys. Now listen, I might be a little biased here, but when I say that they support the show, they also get free content and a lot of shenanigans happens over on the Patreon side. And when I say eh, we have some fun, Guys, I mean, we have a lot of fun, so maybe consider joining them. If not, let's give them at least a round of applause and say thank you for a commercial-free, amazing show. Round one was over. (laughs) Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engine! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and I am so excited to be back tonight. I am joined by two of my brothers, one to the south, one to the north. I'm going to start with the one to the south, because you have held the fort down with us, being gone now for multiple weeks. Dave, how are things down in Orlando, buddy? I wouldn't know about I wouldn't say held the fort down, but we're like, we we had a little bit of fun and a couple of conversations in your absence, but um, it was, um, Florida right now is beautiful. The weather down here is gorgeous. So this is like the three weeks that we hang around in Florida for the rest of the year for, just so we're present for this moment. So Yeah, and also um, it's, it's not as busy down there this time of year. Like I feel like these three yeah. weeks in November, get, and yeah. then it starts to get busy for Thanksgiving and everything like that. But yeah. up until then, it kind of... La- know, the slower. last couple of days were kind of nuts in the lead up to Halloween. and then Yeah. And then it just, we see this little dip and then it just comes back again. Yeah. Uh, uh. I like it. Uh, well, my brother to the north, uh, who I've seen uh, quite a bit, I think you'll agree with me on this before I ask how you're doing, that next year, Katie and I have decided that we are going to do exactly what Disney does. When Halloween goes down on October the 31st, Christmas goes up on November the 1st. I think we're going to try to do it overnight, too, like Disney. And I could see you doing the same thing, Mike. Or no, you can't do it till after Thanksgiving. Isn't that right? After Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, Laura and I had this conversation earlier today that I think Thanksgiving Day, we're going to get everything down from the attic and set up Christmas uh, Thanksgiving night. I think we're going to try doing that. We usually do it the day after, but I think we're going to – we're having a small Christmas this year. It's just us, the family here. So I think we're going to start a new family tradition. Sarah will be home from college, so it'll be nice to see her. And uh, she's going to want to do a lot of stuff with her friends, you know, being home from college at that particular time. So I figured, you know what? We know we got it for Thanksgiving. Let's put the tree up that night and kind of do a a family event, you know? It's just going to be the four of us. Yeah, man. Well, Katie works on Thanksgiving every year Mm -hmm. because she has to work a holiday. And it's like, well, if you have to work one, I'd rather you work the one that, I mean, really, you can have Thanksgiving whenever you want. Pretty much. I mean, if you're being honest, like you buy a turkey and make some stuffing, which also brings me to why in the world do we only fix delicious food once a year? 
Like that should be well, like a monthly thing. You're not Italian, so we fix delicious well, food but every I mean, Sunday. But I'm talking like turkey dressing. You don't call, do you call it stuffing stuffing or dressing? Stuffing. Yeah, it's stuffing. Dressing? Okay. Tur- what is that? Turkey I've and dressing. Dressing is what you put on a salad. No, no, no. Turkey and dressing, and uh, you know green beans and all all the good stuff. Man. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's pr- stuffing it's is what you put on. Least- a, dressing is what you put on a salad. <laughs> It's one of the least favorite uh, meals I have. One of the least fo- meals that I look forward to all year. I'm not. I'm not a turkey fan. See, I'm not a huge. That's what we make a ham though too. Well, we do. We do the turkey, the ham, lasagna, antifas. lasagna. Oh, of course. Yeah, you can't Thanksgiving have an Day Italian lasagna meal without Italian food. This is the weirdest thing that I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, uh, let's all celebrate. Hey, hey, guys. Hey. Uh, do me a favor. Put on the uh, the the Charlie Brown, um, you know, uh, Thanksgiving special. Let's watch the parade. Hey, and Ma, heat up the lasagna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a thing. Okay. Mom, we want the meatloaf. Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> um, well, other than that, Mike, how are things? Because I've got to see you a little bit. Uh, now I'm going to see you through the screen here. We've been gone for a couple weeks. Good to be back, though, isn't it? It is. It is good to be back. I was looking forward to this tonight. You know, I've got some weird things going on here in the home, and we'll elaborate on that in another time, possibly. But, um, but yeah, it was great seeing you and, and Jason. I mean, obviously, the people have now seen on Facebook that, you know, we all got to spend a meal together. Uh, I got to hang out with, you know, Dave and Joe. So we had the, the, you know, the Disney dads all in one place one time one night, which was great. And then you, me, and Jason got to kind of reconnect and do our thing together, which is a trip we had planned for quite a while. And um, it, it was a blast. And uh, we'll talk about it probably maybe in a Patreon episode or somewhere in the future on how the other theme parks do, you know, Halloween, which is really cool because we really got to elaborate and enjoy those kind of festivities over at SeaWorld and Universal. And um, pretty cool stuff, man. My first time doing that Halloween Horror Night. But uh, we'll elaborate on another part because we have a really cool topic tonight, right? Something you got to experience yourself down in uh, Disney World when you were down there with uh, Katie and Riley. Yeah, dude, great topic. We're going to get into Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane. But before I do that, I want to talk really quickly about, Mike, you have not seen him yet, I don't think, unless you've seen the videos, the new Nighttime Spectaculars. Not yet. Okay. No spoilers at all. But I want to give what I thought was an unpopular Disney opinion, and Dave said, no, actually, I think that's most people's opinion. And that is that Harmonious is better than Disney Enchantment. Okay. No argument. At all. It's um, not even close. Okay. They unveiled Harmonious, Enchantment, and Kite Tales. Okay, hold on. Hold in on the second. space. Of, and, and Enchantment <laughs> is the least in, least interesting of those three. That's the, my unpopular opinion the, right The there. only <laughs> thing popular about Kite Tales is how many uh, cast and how many uh, uh, people in the parks the kites are going to take out during a day. Because they <laughs> That's crash what makes it exciting and more Mike, interesting than Enchantment. <laughs> I have a little bit. I haven't really dove into them that much, but... Uh, I, I was I've showing Katie stories. on the drive down these videos. Of it's like Disney got this lease on on all these different sea uh, uh, you know, all these different. And they said, we got to use these things somehow. So I know what we'll do. We'll just take them over. Now that uh, Epcot Forever is done, we'll take them over. And, and it's just video after video of these kites just going into the water or going into the stands over by Everest or going like it's it's so great man but I'll to be honest man I agree I I would sit and watch that 
I don't know. Just Disney Enchantment did not do it for me. The soundtrack didn't do it for me. It's fine. It's it's good. Tinkerbell flies. It's fine. Yep. It's fine. It's not wishes, and it's definitely not happily ever after. Uh, but I, on a, on a positive note, I was really really happy with Harmonious. Harmonious really blows it out of the water. Yeah. It is amazing. It, and I think that might actually be the issue: is that Enchantment is fine, but Harmonious kicks it. Just well, amazing. The, the thing, too, man, is like with Harmonious, and like I said, no spoilers. I know Joe's argument for Harmonious was he's like, well, I don't like that they introduce Disney music from films. Like, you know, you get something from The Lion King, you get something like that. And I said, yeah, but they do it in the different languages from the different showcases around Epcot. So, like, you may get. Uh, a cocoa, but it's only in you know you'll hear a little bit in English and then a little bit in Spanish. You may and then you get um, uh, another oh oh you get Hunchback and yeah. you get literally colliding together English and um, French. French. Yes, <laughs> it's in French. Sorry, I'm, I'm uh, still three weeks away. I'm getting my brain still back into form. You know what great. I mean? So I'm getting great. there. So I wanted to throw that out there. I that's my opinion. I'm interested to hear the Disney family's opinion if they've seen it already. What they think? I don't think you can give an opinion by just seeing it on film. No, it really doesn't do it justice. And here's the thing: is on film, enchantment looks possibly even worse than it is in person. Mike, there's hardly any fireworks. Really? There's some. Not uh, as many as there used to be. Hmm. They know. really relied on those projections going down. They Main did. Street. They they invested heavily in them. So, but yeah, <laughs> like, but. Yeah, on like don't trust a video, don't watch the videos. Just go wait. and see them all three of them in person and tell me that Kite Tails doesn't fall in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know, man. We'll see. Uh w- one other thing I wanted to get into was, you know, I've been in the parks quite a bit over the last couple weeks. And um because I was down with a family last week. One, let me say this to all the DDP family. Uh, I know there was a couple people in and around the parks that were wanting to meet up and stuff like that. Um, I'm really sorry that we couldn't make that work, but with uh, you know Mike and 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 Jay and I, that's a trip that's been two years in the works. That we were supposed to actually go to Vegas, and it was a guy's trip. And uh, then it was you know whenever the the kind of uh, uh, Jay left the show, we wanted to have that time to celebrate the four years that we that we started the show and built it and, and our friendship stuff like that. So we kind of just you know did our little pod and and, and went off. Um, and then I was down with the family a week later and. Dude, I mean, there's nothing better. I, I could tell uh, how much Riley liked Harmonious uh, against Disney Enchantment by how much she sang. Like, Disney Enchantment, she was just kind of like, eh, okay, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want anybody to think that we were not wanting to meet up with you guys. Uh, this was a pre-planned trip that uh, sometimes we need to have a little bit of, little bit of time together to, to mull ideas and spend time together and, and celebrate, you know, this amazing Disney family. Um, so, with that said... I was surprised at the 50th merch. I thought there would be a lot more of it. I Now, the stuff that's there, I really enjoy. I bought the hat. Um, it's the golf hat. Yeah, it's And it's nice. got the partner statue yep. on the front. I should have wore it tonight. Partner statue on the front, Mike, and it's but gold. But you're having such a good hair day. I am. Look at that. Yeah. It's been in a hat. I mean, it's pretty good. Um <laughs> Other than that, I had a hard time finding merch for me. Now, I'm not saying that they won't come out with more and more, but that kind of shocked me a little bit. 
that I think they are a couple of things. A, they are pacing it, and yeah. B, we're seeing merchandise stores not as full as they normally are in general. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing this not only in Disney World, but Disney is definitely feeling that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I never thought about that. Um, Shipping containers, maybe. Magic place that I am excited about the new magic bands that will be coming out. I'm really excited about those. They look super cool. Um, Dave's looking at me like I, I'll show you, dude. In Patreon, okay, we'll, we'll cool. bring one up and talk about it. Um, they look amazing. They're going to revolutionize Disney vacations. It's going to be very, very neat uh, with those. But anyway, that's a couple things I want to talk to. Uh, but overall tonight, guys, our topic that we are going to dive into really quickly. I love when people think I know like everything. Everything that's that going goes on, on and eh. you just mentioned that, and I'm like. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. I can't wait to show you guys. It's, <laughs> you it's exciting. Cool. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane and its impact or our opinion of its impact on the parks for years to come. Mike, when you first heard of the announcement of Genie, Genie Plus, and Lightning Lane, came about a year ago that they, uh, D23, that they said, hey, this is what we're going to do. What were your first opinions, first thoughts? How confused were you? Well, I was glad to kind of pick your brain because you were kind of explaining to me someone who's been to Disneyland who has experience. And I think you've kind of compared it to the Disneyland experience quite a bit. Um, obviously, we know we've just personally done Universal where we had the kind of, uh, you know, fast pass system there where you can kind of get on the rides and we were able to really take part and enjoy that. Uh, I know you're very familiar with the Disneyland system. And from what I can imagine and from what I've seen, it seems to be very similar. And I'm, and I'm glad to hear you elaborate because I know you've done both. And, um, and and something that I'm not familiar with and me planning a vacation when I want to go with my family again soon, it'd be nice to hear how it kind of worked out for you and, the, you know, the negatives and the pluses. Yeah. I mean, look, Overall, for me, Genie is touring plans, you know, 2.0 built in for free with your uh, vacation. For those of you who don't know what touring plans is, um, it's a paid subscription service to where it's a lot like Waze. If you ever use Waze, it's social media driven to where if you get in a line and you're, you're, you're a member, uh, I could push a button when I get into, let's say, Seven Dwarfs. And then once I get on the ride or off the ride, I push the button again. And it instantly shares to the service and says, hey, it was a posted wait of 55, which you would say. And then it actually took me 47 minutes. And then it takes all the people who do that, puts it together, and gives you a real-time opinion on how long it'll take you to get through that. Genie's kind of the same way. Genie is giving you what it would be, what it thinks would be best for you uh, for your vacation, for your day. Now, let me preempt this with, it takes a little legwork by you as a someone visiting the parks each day that you're about to go. You have to kind of set up what you're interested in. So if I'm going to the Magic Kingdom, I can't just open the app and the app magically knows that I want to do you know bigger attractions or, you know what, I only want to do some of the stuff because I have small kids or that I want to see princesses or that, you know what, I don't really like the princesses. I want to go see just Mickey. You know, that's my, that's my jam. Or, you know what, I'd love to see the Nighttime Spectacular. Other than that, I really don't care. It gives you those questions at the beginning to be able to say, Okay, I want to ride this ride, this ride, this ride, this ride. Those are my my imperatives. I have to have those today. Then it'll say, what what you know characters do you want to see? Well, I want to meet princes and I want to see Fab Five and you know and you can go down through and select. And then it'll say, what shows do you want to see? And from that, it kind of builds an itinerary that will change as the day goes along if a queue gets too long, and it kind of tells you the best time to then return to the ride to ride it. 
I did not use Genie as a free service. But before we move on to Genie Plus, Dave, you're in the parks all the time, but let's take off the name badge and let's get your opinion as a customer. Is Genie something you would use or even a better question, would you recommend it to someone who is a Disney, huge Disney fan like us or a Disney newbie or both? Based on my understanding and having not personally used it, um, I feel like it is of great advantage to a newbie. Yes. Um, it gives you a lot of information. As you said, it asks those discovery questions um, and then it kind of starts filtering out information. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of information in Disney World that you get piled on you that you don't necessarily need on your first visit. You need to know when this is happening, when this is happening, be here. This is what the current wait time for this is. Awesome. This is what you're interested in. Let's make some suggestions. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, if you're super good at Disney, you go all the time, you know what's going on, you, this is your jam, you probably don't need it. Uh, you're going to be, you're going to have a lot of that information already in your in your arsenal of weapons that you take with you and not don't take them obviously. Um, but you're going to have that with you. And, um, if you're super good and you know what's going on, yeah, you probably don't have much use for it. Um, somebody asked me to describe it and I kind of went, well, based on my understanding, it's like somebody tried to Neo from the matrix, my brain into a computer. Yeah, it, so it's because um, <laughs> it's kind it's of what as, I do on the floor. It's not as smart. Okay, well, um, thanks. It, uh, <laughs> well, it's your brain, so maybe it is. Um, okay, they, uh, <laughs> they, um, for me. Okay, let me give pros and cons, and then Mike, I, I want to get your opinion on if you would use this going. Mm -hmm. You know, pro, like you said, for a newer person to the Disney parks, someone who doesn't understand maybe the best way to go about it. Uh, I think it's I think it's a huge perk. I think for it to be free, you know, for Disney to roll this out and for it to be free, for it to be able to give suggestions to say, hey, I think that maybe this would be best. Or if you can wait till six o'clock to ride, I think the wait times are going to be shorter for Mine Train. So I would try to wait till then. And hey, you know what? There, uh, if you'd like to go eat, there's actually a reservation available at this time for this restaurant. Con, the app's a little clunky. And what I mean is it's a little cluttered for a Disney newbie, too. It's a little confusing if you don't play around with it before you go. The fact that you have to click on my day, you have to go, you have to set everything up, you have to, you know, it's, a, it's got a lot going on on the screen. Whereas it used to kind of just be streamlined, it's got a lot going on. So I would recommend to people to use it if you're new to it. But I also recommend to people download the app and get familiarized with it before your first day in the parks because the app is its a lot more cluttered than it used to be. There's a lot more there, but there's a lot more information too. So with all that said, Mike, would you use the free Genie service on your next Disney vacation? 
Uh, for someone who's seasoned like me and like us and a lot of people listen to this podcast that go on a regular basis, I don't know if I would use the free service, so to speak. Uh, I kind of know what I want to do, where I want to be. I could definitely see it being uh, very an important tool for somebody who's new, you know, someone who's walking mm -hmm. into the park who has no idea that, you know, that Spaceship Earth is not in Magic Kingdom. You know, some of these, some people that have, you know, just think of all of these weird things that they think this is here and that's there. So I think that's very good for people as a, as a guy. It's almost like having, you know, uh, somewhat of a tour guide. Not as good as Dave, obviously, but, you know, a little bit of a helping hand to kind of get you through the day. So I definitely see that for somebody... Me personally, um, I like to kind of go with the flow. I like to just kind of see how things are and 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 have my days uh, not as structured and just kind of do things on a whim. So for me personally, I don't think I would use that as a guide because I think you know, like uh, like you've seen the meme before. You know, I don't need a map. I am the map. So I, yep, I think yep. that I'm pr I'm pretty well versed in what I want to do when I go to Disney World. But I definitely see how a newbie could uh, definitely take advantage of that, especially for a free service. I mean, it's nice that they offer that because you know Disney can be. Very very overwhelming. You know, we have those people that we work with. That, hey, I'm going to Disney for the first time. And what should I do? And you're kind of like, wow, I could talk to you this about for five hours. So and then they're looking at you like, like, really? Come on. You know, this, this it's a vacation. So I think that the, to be able to have this as a free service for people that are coming down, I think it's probably a pretty good idea for the newbies. Yeah. And I like to that you can, let's say it says, and like, like I said, this episode is to explain in detail the differences between Genie Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. So no one is going to have any questions after this. You will know exactly what we're talking about, and this brings us all up to speed. Because a lot of people, like I said, have either not been in the parks or don't have personal uh, knowledge of it, haven't used it, which now I have, so now we can dive into this. Um, with Genie, I really enjoy the fact for you were talking about being the map. If you click on an attraction, they, and they, they kind of put this in the last app uh, update, but you can click Space Mountain and you can just push go to and it gives you the map and actually walking and shows you how to get to Space Mountain. So that really helps people a lot. Um, also, like I said, it is one of those things to where it, uh, you know, it might, it might suggest an attraction that you didn't even think of. You know, that it says, hey, at 430, this ride that you don't even, you know, wasn't even on your, or your radar is going to have a low wait time according to our estimations. So you should probably check that out. So that might open your brain to do something you wouldn't have experienced before. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to say that, Mike, that's actually my favorite meme that exists. Like, <laughs> I use it way too often with regard to Disney. Like, I'm like, no, I am the map. I am the map. Uh, I, kept, exactly. I kept saying that to, to Mike and Jason when I was in Universal. I am the map, you know. So See, I get to Universal, though, and I am completely out of my league. I look at my wife, and I'm like, but I thought this was where the Transformers building is. And she's like, no, you're a block off. And I'm yeah. like, dang it. I got yeah, nothing. I know Universal will back no. my hands. SeaWorld, nope. I'm still learning. I'm still learning well, SeaWorld. I can do SeaWorld. Because it's so many figure eights, it feels like. You know, because you have animal exhibits and all that kind of stuff. So, um, anyway, that's off topic. Anyway. But we do. <laughs> um, I do agree, though. Genie is, is great. So, Genie, free service included. Uh, you can get on right now and play play on the Genie service with while you're sitting in your house. Pick it up. Get acclimated before your vacation. That's my number one tip to using Disney Genie. Let's move on to Genie Plus. Genie Plus is the paid service. It is $15 per day per person. Okay. Now, 
I want to. Yeah, go do ahead. I do I have to buy it for every single member of my family? You do. Yes. So it has to be purchased for your entire party. Okay. Um. Now, with that said, I'm going to give you the biggest tip ever. Do not prepay for Genie Plus for your entire vacation. You can, when you purchase your tickets, add it to your tickets. If you do that, you cannot choose to only do one day, two day. Let's say a seven-day park hopper. You have to do all seven days. So now you've added like $250, $300 onto your ticket price. And you might not need Genie Plus if you're in Animal Kingdom or in Epcot. You do not have the option to only do certain days. But on day of, you can purchase Genie Plus. Now, it has to be for your entire party if they're going to be in the parks and using it. So let's use my family, family of three, okay? I used it for Magic Kingdom. I pre or I purchased Genie Plus for $15 per person. I think at like midnight, 1230, I was sitting in the room. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. Got it. It instantly opens up the app to where you know you're going to have it. Do you know the best thing that came with Genie Plus? The filters. The filters. <laughs> I had so much fun with the filters. We know. <laughs> I sat by the pool and used the filters and did them in the room, and we did them again at night. I mean, It was the- great. That Genie one on you, like, it gave you so much hair. It was so good. That and the lady and the tramp <laughs> would have spaghetti going from side to side, and you got, there's some really, really good ones. I, and the, I love the throwback castle, because I was there for the 25th. Mm-hmm. So I love the throwback castle where it looks like a birthday cake. Um, you must now, have you know, only been, what, 30 huh? at that time? You were only 30 at that time. Let's remember I'm the youngest one on the show, so whatever <laughs> I was it makes you older. Um, the, uh, uh, so it's, it's one of those things, man, where like I really enjoy that. And you only get that for that day. So it's the only time you get those filters is, is with that. They also do an audio file at different locations around the Magic Kingdom. And you don't have to, and they do them at each of the parks, uh, to where it kind of describes and tells you a little history on the attraction. So you can push like Space Mountain. And it kind of gives you like a three-minute audio kind of tour of Space Mountain and what it is and when it was built and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's cool, like, for and someone who's 1975. new. Oh, right. it's not a quiz. Never mind. Sorry. So if it's, some, if it's someone who's new to the parks, it might I be I thought really it was a quiz. Cool. I panicked. <laughs> well, you passed, okay? Um, so... That that's that's a cool addition. Now let me give some advice with Genie Plus. Like Mike said, it is Max Pass from Disneyland 2.0. Okay, that's exactly what it is. You buy Genie Plus, and then at 7 a.m. you can get on, and you can book your first. I'm going to call it. I mean, they call it Lightning Lane, but I'm going to call it a Fast Pass just to kind of make it easier. Um, for your first attraction. So I'm going to run you through my morning. Mike, I Please. got up at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. I rolled over and almost threw my phone across the room. But, you know, uh, and I grabbed a Splash Mountain from 9.05 to 10.15. That was, okay. a, that was my return time, 9.05 to 10.15. We were staying at Bay Lake Tower, so we got up, and we actually almost rope dropped. We got there at like 9.04, so we were there pretty you early. You don't normally do that. You're no. normally like a lie-in-bed kind of guy. yeah. All right, right. you wanted to make use of this, didn't you? Well, I wanted to test it. I wanted to see how easy it was. I have a question about that. Yeah, go ahead. So when you went to do your Splash Mountain, did you pick that 9 to 10, or is that was given to you because that was the first one available? So there's a list of all the attractions, and it'll have return times. At 7 a.m., all the return times are kind of that 9 a.m. area. Um, 
I just wanted to do splash because here's another tip. The larger attractions, the wait times go up faster than the smaller attractions. So, like, let's say I did some smaller attractions first, then I go to get a wait time for a return time for Splash Mountain. It might be 3 p.m. by then. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because as they get taken, it gets pushed back more and more and more. Um, So, what I did, I got Splash Mountain 905 to 1015. Me, you select your whole family. It's super easy. And there you go. When you go up, you can either scan your magic band or you can use the app and scan the app to go through the queue. Same thing way you used to do FastPass. The second you scan, now remember, if you remember FastPass, you have to scan twice at a lot of attractions. So I scanned the first time when I entered the queue, the lightning lane there, mm-hmm. and I instantly got on the app to get another one and, and wasn't able to. Not until I got down to loading to where I scanned it the second time was I then able to get on. Once Which you is scan what we call merge. Merge, there you go. Yeah. Once you get on, uh, once you scan the second time, you can instantly get on the app and book your next one. So I got on and saw a Pirates for a return time at 10.05. Okay. By now, by Wait, time what we, time was this? By the time we rode, it was like 9.35, 9.40. We got off at oh. like 9.55, took a nice little stroll over, went straight into Pirates, and then rode very little weight. I think Pirates was a uh, 25-minute wait at the time. We may have waited three minutes. Uh, Splash was a 40-minute wait at the time, and we may have waited five minutes. Amazing. Um, so by now, I've done all of these different... Uh, I've done Splash. I've done Pirates. As soon as I went through Pirates, I got back on, and I grabbed a Buzz Lightyear for 10.30. So now we ran over. We did Buzz. As soon as we got off Buzz, I got a Tomorrowland Speedway for 11.05, I believe it was. And then we got... Uh, did, you, the, did you feel like Joe? Oh, I felt so yeah. fast. and like, just, yeah. Dude, I was flying. <laughs> just um, that wind in your hair. Yeah, like. that was yeah. it. Uh, yeah. And then we did Little Mermaid right after that at like... It was like 10.40, 10.45, something like that. I get six attractions between 9 and 11. It's good. Boom. We left the park at 11. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we didn't. We went back over. We had lunch at... Oh, no, we didn't. We did leave the park. We went back to the Grand Canyon Concourse and had lunch uh, over there at the Contemporary. And then we went and lay by the pool. I went and lay by the pool. The girls actually went up to the Contemporary uh, and went to California Girl and did a painting class. $35. You get to paint Cinderella Castle. And it has a little light on the inside. Ceramic. And uh, a very, very cool experience for them. So I want to run you through my first two hours with Genie Plus. Do you have any questions about it so far? Why would you need a tour guide? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I'm, used Dave I'm gonna as a tour pre- guide. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> I really I really enjoy him. Um, uh, here's the thing, man. We went and lay by the pool, right? I didn't book my next one until 3 o'clock, and I was able to get, what did I get? Oh, Haunted at like 4.15. Cool. So we were rolling through them pretty good. Now, this was a party night, so the park closed at 8. I think we rode another five attractions between 4, no, it was later than that. It was like 4.30 and and 7 whenever we you know kind of shut it down to start getting snacks for, for fireworks and stuff like that. So, look, 
to be able to knock out 11 attractions for $15 per person without could have done queue. four more during Enchantment. It would have been as Oh, cool. easily. And I yeah. should have, but now... Yeah, my do, point is exactly. that. I mean? Right. So, it, it, for me, I think Genie Plus is a huge, huge, huge perk. I was always a huge proponent for MaxPass. This is what this is. It just doesn't include PhotoPass. You know, that's MaxPass Max Pass included that. Um, but here's where I'm going to I'm gonna differ with some people. You don't need this for every park. Magic Kingdom, it's a no-brainer. If you're going to if you're going to Magic Kingdom and you can budget it for your family, you should get Genie Plus. Just for that day. Just for that day. Okay. Because why not? If you're gonna be able to do 11, 12, 13, 14 attractions using look, we used to get three, sometimes four if we would really, you know, do it right. Oh, hold on really quickly, just to follow up. Um the reason why you need a tour guide. <laughs> I knew I, I hit a nerve brain. with that one. I can see. No, no, I, was just, I was just wanted to. I wanted to calmly answer. Mm-hmm. I wanted. I didn't want this to be a knee jerk reaction. <laughs> the emotion that, that settled. Do, I didn't want the emotion involved. I wanted to separate myself. Is that you can do those six attractions in about probably the same time? Let's be honest. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But then I've got a private vehicle waiting to take you to ride. Avatar Flight of Passage and Rise of the Resistance. It's pretty cool, too. <laughs> and they give you candy and, and stuff like that. So, My question mm. to you, Justin, now, obviously, you're talking about how many, you said about 11 or 12 attractions you got during the day. Now, how was the overall crowd for the day? Do you think, like, if, if you weren't using that, how many attractions, if you were trying, you think you would have actually gotten done for the day? Well, you hit the key, trying. Six? Seven? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, but now I'm waiting. So... For, I think we all share this uh, same idea when it comes to Disney vacations. Time is everything mm-hmm. on a Disney vacation. And if spending the little bit of money allows my family to have pool time during the middle of the day but still see attractions, that's huge. You know, like, Mike, you know, your family's the same way. You know how much we love our pool time. Yep. Uh, and not to feel rushed. And look, man, I don't mind waiting 20, 25, 30 minutes. I just... If there's a way to not do it that doesn't break the bank, for me, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I, if they had rolled this service into the ticket cost, if they just said our daily ticket now, instead of being this price, is going to be $15 more, but we're going to include Genie Plus at no additional cost, people would be fine with it. I think people just need to get over that hurdle of it's kind of another another money people are saying money grab i don't see genie plus as a money grab i really don't because i pay for it when i go to universal i pay for it when i go to sea world i pay for you know i pay for it when i go to disneyland i mean really to be honest Walt disney world was the only place that was still giving out something free to everyone who bought a bought a park ticket they just kind of caught up so for me it makes complete sense now let's get into the debate real quick other than Magic Kingdom, which I think is a no-brainer, okay, let's go through the let's go through the other three parks. Do you think, from what I've told you, you would recommend to your friends to do it at Hollywood Studios? Now, let me preface: it does not include Rise, it does not include Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and at Magic Kingdom, doesn't include Space Mountain, doesn't include Seven Dwarfs. Just so everyone knows, would you tell people, Mike, to get it for Hollywood Studios? Uh. 
I think maybe if they were first timers, this way they can experience more. But I think if you're a veteran, kind of like we've done it a lot, I think, you know, if I go on a trip and I don't get to do, you know, one of the particular rides that I specifically like, then I, it's not a big deal because I've done it so many times. So I think for a newbie, I would probably recommend it if they had a little bit of extra, you know, scratch to do that because, you know, you'd be able to experience a little bit more. You'd be able to get in. Uh, rock and roller coaster, which sometimes the line gets long for that. A tower of terror can get line. The uh, lines can get long. You'll get to experience the other right. You can get um, the smugglers run. So that, mm-hmm. that's part the of the smugglers on too, it. which yep. is really good. Um, the actual the other star tours, which is pretty good. So I, th- mm-hmm. I think you can probably knock out a lot of stuff. I think Hollywood Studios would probably be my second choice of if I had an, at another park would would be the one that I would do. Dave, I'd probably use it at. Um Hollywood Studios, only because, I mean, you've got, what, eight other ma- and major attractions, not including shows. Yeah. And doing all eight of them, not including Rise, not including Mickey's, uh, that's the eight. Um, yeah. Um, you're probably not going to get through all eight of them. They have some very long wait times. It's going to be tough. Smugglers, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower, Tower of Terror. They can they can have some extended wait times. You can be waiting a 40, 50 minute wait time uh, for those now. Uh, and you're probably not going to get through all eight of them in the day. Yeah. All so right. purchasing it pretty much guarantees you you're going to ride Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Slinky, Toy Story, Alien Swirling Sources, if you want to, Smugglers, Star Tours. Am I, is that it? I think Might so. only be seven. But yeah. Like, you're going to get through them. Yeah, I think it's a good And point. you'll still then have some time to watch a show. Well, that's my, that's my Indiana thing. Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular when it returns. You got fireworks back now. You know, I mean, you don't and have fantastic. Yep. But, and you've, look, you've, it gives you time to have a nice dinner. It gives you time to have a nice lunch. You know, you're not rushed. Yep. That's a huge, huge part. You're not running around like crazy. I have a question about the, uh, back to Disney World, uh, over Magic Kingdom, uh, we used to be able to see a uh, reserved area for the fireworks. You know, you could have those mm-hmm. little, those little spots. Do they have that available on the on, on the uh, Genie Plus? They do not. No, that is only being used for uh, dessert parties at this time. Okay, so those little those little, those little uh, reserved spaces that mm-hmm. they have in the little court. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's being re- uh, used for the dessert parties. Uh, we looked at the dessert parties for Disney Champ. <laughs> wow, was I glad I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> I've done that dessert party previously for Wishes and for Happily Ever After. Uh, I remember it running my family about uh, probably eighty or ninety bucks a piece. I think it was when I looked at it, it was one forty nine for an adult, and I want to say eighty nine for a child, something like that. So I was like, "Ooh, no, that's that's a little it's a little steep for a dessert party and firework viewing." Um, but uh, there were people doing it, so I can't, you know, it's it's selling. All right, so let me move on to I think what would be the next one that maybe people would do it for, and that's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Animal Kingdom. It does not include Avatar or Everest. That's it. There you go. Those are two big ones. Yeah. I don't now, know if I'd, yeah, without I don't know if those I'd being that. in there, are you paying? Nope. Nope. Yeah. I mean, because a Navi life. River Journey, Safari. Yeah. Bugs Life. Dinosaur. Bugs Life. <laughs> Tough to be a bug. Yeah. Um, triceratops spin what are we getting stuck in now like that's it yeah so 
I mean, like, are we really paying that kind of money for? And this is where it gets. The reason I wanted to go through each park, and as we break down the attractions, <clears throat> is now you're seeing why I recommend not pre-purchasing it for your entire vacation. Yep, it's a waste of money. And I've had some people say, well, what if it sells out? It is not going to sell out. The only time I think, hope you guys would agree with me. Only time I think we'll see Genie Plus ever sell out is like on your uh, massive days of maybe Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, July 4th, maybe, maybe. Just some of, the, and then like a random like Labor Day if it got really busy. That's it. That's the only time but I yeah. ever see this selling out. Yeah, only those peak days are the you, are you, we going to encounter that. Yeah, so I don't think that's an issue. I think you you can safely wait until you go on vacation to make that decision. All right, let's move on to the to the to the last one. For me, this one's the big no brainer, Epcot. Okay, are you purchasing Genie Plus Family of Four sixty dollars for your Epcot day? Does, does it not include it? Ratatouille? Okay, does not include um. Frozen. Yeah. So Not let's talk about Test Track. Soren. Soren. Mission Space. Three Space, Caballeros. Spaceship Earth. <laughs> three Caballeros. Uh, Nemo Figment. Uh, living with the Land. All right. So you know what, though, man? Epcot might have more than Animal Kingdom. Yes, it does. Epcot's yeah, the land of walls right now, but... Yeah, it also looks like downtown Belgrade in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just that's my that's my comparison. For those of you who don't know, it was a city in Europe just got bombed a lot during the nineties. <laughs> it's just walls, man. Everywhere you walk, you're just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Okay. I see what you're doing. You got to because they're building some great stuff. But um, you know something else I, where I failed as a Disney husband and dad, I had never taken my family up. And this is like a memory of a child, a childhood memory for me, where the jumping fountains are outside the like outside Figment and oh yeah yeah Briley lost her mind. Katie's like, what? I didn't know this was here. The water up, as I like to call it, because yeah. it's not a waterfall. Yeah, water up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, you ever been up there? Oh yeah, we love it up there. Yeah. Water jump, maybe water jump. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so, would you recommend it for Epcot? Maybe question mark. No, no, nah. probably Mike's, not. Mike's, no. Mike, no, no. You know, Soren. Since they added, since they kind of redid that and they added the other screen, it hasn't been. I mean, not that I've seen. The waits haven't been that bad. You know, thirty-five, forty minutes. Dude, it wasn't even that. Yeah, Twenty minutes. It's, it's a good and it's a good indoor wait. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that it's the the lighting is nice, the temperature is cool. Uh, you can you can have some good family talks there. You're not crowded in. It, it's a pretty wide space when you're walking with the crowd of people. So that's one of those rides that I actually don't mind waiting on. It's one of those family rides we've reconnected quite a bit. Uh, having that time where we could just kind of talk and, you know, kind of fool around and goof around as a family. Because sometimes it's important, too, instead of just running and getting on every ride. And that's a good building to do that in because, like I said, it's temperature controlled. The lighting is nice. It's cool. And um, you don't feel so squished in with somebody. I'd rather wait mm-hmm. on that for a half an hour than 20 minutes on Pirates, you know. So, uh, so uh, yeah, that, I, yeah, I can't see why I would want to do that, the, uh, the, uh, the, the Max, the uh, Genie Plus for, uh, for Epcot. You know, oh, Test Track's been the the only one that would be available on Genie Plus that's been 
you know, relatively long. I think it was 45 or 50 minutes whenever we there. But if you wait towards the end of the night, you can you can typically get it. But it was it was been down quite a bit, too. So. Just, uh, just as long as there's no chance of rain. That's it. Yeah. Because when three drops of rain it fall in Animal Kingdom. <laughs> test track goes Test track goes down. It's over. It's done. It's, it's, they get rain in Tampa and they're like, shut it down. Yeah, it's out. It's done. It's over. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I think we've, you know, proven the point wait just wait to get this i think for magic kingdom it's a no-brainer you you do it every single time and if you have a multiple magic kingdom days if you can afford it you do it multiple days because it just opens your day up to where you can you can really enjoy yourself now i think i've hit genie plus pretty well i think we've discussed it you have any questions about using genie plus because i like i said i did have uh, my my you know i used it with hands-on uh anything like that before we move on anything you think that anybody would have a question about I think you covered it pretty good. All right, let's talk Lightning Lane. This is where, you know, have you ever seen the uh, the masks or, or like the what? what uh, oh, a uh, perfect. I was at Legoland this trip. Okay, you know, Lego Head. You can have in the little guy smiling. The little really, little... you ran you ran to this instead of the guy from um, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's what I was going for, but yeah, I could not yeah. think of him. Okay, I, I know, I knew where you were going, and you didn't get there. The minifig. Yep. He's smiling, and then you turn the minifig's head, and he's frowning. Okay, right. Well, now I'm turning my minifig head, and uh, I'm, I'm frowning a little bit. I did not use Lightning Lane. Okay, now Lightning Lane is only available for certain attractions, and it is a one-time pay-to-play. It's a one-time skip the skip the line. You pay money to do it. The money changes from depending on how busy the parks are and how how much that's wanted. Oh, it's so, got surge pricing? Yes. Oh. Yep. So at some points, you may have, let's say, like a Mickey and Minnie's or a Rise that then cost $14 a person if it's if it's really busy. And then again, you might have Space Mountain that costs $9. And it's a one-time deal. So, Mike, for your family, family of four, you might go down there and, you know, Space Mountain, if you really want to ride it and you want to skip the line – you're, you know, you're paying that $9 per person. Some families it's going to work for. For me, I don't appreciate that aspect of it. You still go in the same queue as if you use Genie Plus. So when you use Genie Plus, you go through the Lightning Lane queue. Um, I, you know, it's not like they take you in this back door and put you right on the ride. For that, you need a Dave. A good friend. <laughs> a pal. Uh, no one yeah. a guy. Uh, so it's it's... For me, I, I didn't really appreciate it. I I did Ratatouille without doing paying for Lightning Lane. I got a – I found it much easier. Dave, I think you'll agree with me. Much easier to get a boarding pass for Ratatouille than Rise when it first came I out. think we just now understand the system. Uh, not only that, uh, the – really quickly, I know this is a, is a tangent, but um, I think – the opening of Ratatouille has gone a lot smoother. We had mm-hmm. more time to test it. And we were also reopening a ride. Um, they were literally able to bring across a version of the finalized computer program that was running the ride in Paris mm-hmm. and plug it in. That makes it easy. Whereas we were troubleshooting and figuring out problems with Rise on the fly and we were having problems different to what was happening out in Batu West and so the, the, both were independently trying to fix stuff left, right and centre um, this is always going to happen with a ride 
that we open the second version of. Yeah. Um, for example, I think the opening of Tron uh, is going to go a lot smoother because we're going to be able to bring a version of it from uh, Shanghai and plug it straight in. Yeah. No, I agree. So, so, yeah. So, I think they were more confident in how many people they were going to get through each day, which changed their approach. Yeah. So, to answer your question, yes, well, it is easier. Ratatouille was cute. It's fine. That is the word. That <laughs> is the word. Everybody walks off it and says, it's cute. oh, my goodness, it's so cute. Quote. Yeah. So it's so adorable. Yeah. Uh, it really is. I waited 30 minutes after I had my return time. So I waited about 30 minutes in the queue. Uh, it was fine. I would not pay for Lightning Lane for that attraction. Just let me throw it out there. Let me save everybody a little money if you're even thinking about it. Keep that money in the pocket. Go get you a delicious drink just right outside there. Go get you that Grand Marnier slush. Uh, it'll cost you about the same. Um, Lightning Lane for me, I think I would do it for something like Tron. Okay. Like a brand new, huge attraction that I just want to do and I don't want to wait three hours. You know? Like, I yep. I, I think that's the only time I'm going to pay for it. With all that said, now we know Genie, free service. Genie plus $15 per day per person. Uh, pretty much it's, you know, like uh, uh, Max Pass in Disneyland. You know, it's abbreviated Fast Pass service. All done on the app. And now Lightning Lane, which you now know that I'm not a huge fan of, uh, the the surge pricing and, and getting all that. With Lightning Lane, Mike, would you ever use it? Uh, for Rise, I probably would. Uh, you know, my last trip, I had a lot of anxiety and stress trying to get Rise. It was something that I really wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> now that my family's done it, um, I think they really liked it. I'd like to do it a couple more times. Uh, I... I would pay for that. You know, that's just, but that, that's something that's near and dear to my heart. You know, that's something that, that I truly love. Uh, would I pay to do it for Mickey and Minnie's? No, I, I did it. It was okay. You know, I mean, I, we, we've had that discussion before, and I think because we lost a lot of the pre-show, so I wasn't too, um, too, too thrilled about that. I definitely want to do it again. It's something that I would wait for. Would I pay for it? No, I wouldn't pay for that. Would I pay for Space Mountain? No. Um, but the, I, I think the one and only one that I would kind of treat myself to, and to know that I would get it would be something like rise because like i said it's near and dear to my heart and it would give me that not having anxiety of getting up at seven o'clock and by seven o'clock and two tenths of a second they're all sold out for the day so i kind of like that idea that it kind of guarantees me a spot and at least also you know if i'm going to be in disney for a couple of days if i didn't get it that day i could get it another day if the ride's down i can come back so i like that idea of kind of having it solidified that i know i can do it let me let me uh, do a few things that you touched on. One, Lightning Lane for Rise has sold out and sold out almost every day. So that has that has been the one thing that's sold out. So you got to get it early in the day. Mm-hmm. Two, um, if the attraction goes down, they will if they cannot put you on a later time to return to ride it, they will do a refund. So I've had some people ask me that they will oh, refund cool. refund the money. So you're not just out money. If, you know if you can't. Wow. Go. Yeah. Wait. Disney refunds money? Yeah, I know, right? I didn't know that was an option. Really quickly, though, Dave, I need you for legally, I need you to plug your ears. Disney Dad's family, close your ears, okay? This is just Mike and I talking, so no one no one listen. Mike, here's here's the trick, okay? Dude, I rode Rise and only waited 20 minutes. Hmm. Because if you wait to the end of the night, that wait time gets bumped way up, so they kind of push people out. You know, they don't Mm -hmm. want people coming in. And then... You can go and ride. So, like, the wait time said, like, an hour, but really it was only 20 minutes. 
So we pretty much like walked on. Mm. So just me and you. I just all right. Good let tip. me get let Good me get tip. Dave back on. Dave, 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 Dave. Hey, look at the screen. Wait, wait. Okay, there he is. He's back. Am I, am I, I allowed to? Back. Yeah, you're am good. Am I allowed now. to unplug my ears now? Yep, you're good. La 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 la. <laughs> okay, cool. So anyway, uh, yeah, man. So I, I agree, Dave. Look, take your take your name tag off. Take you, that you live in Central Florida off. Would you do Lightning Lane for anything? I think, like Mike said, Lightning Lane becomes something that you're passionate about. If Riding Space Mountain is the be-all to end-all of your Disney vacation. Pay it. Figure it out. Way on that day, way is it worth it to mm-hmm. you. They're going to put a number on it. Everybody has a number. Would I pay $5 to ride it? Okay, maybe. Would I pay $25 to ride it? Maybe not. Like, everybody's got a price. They're going to give you a price. Yeah. Are you belo- above or below that line? Yeah. That that becomes the question. How passionate are you about a particular element? Well, I, I, th- I think we've hit it really good. I think we've hit all three facets of this new app. Download the app right now, if, you know, or update the app. Go ahead and play around with that genie service. You can see what's going on in the parks. It'll tell you right now kind of what... What to do, what not to do, when to return to things. You know, you can see what you're getting into with that. With Genie Plus, I really recommend it for some parks, not for others. That's a preference you have to make as a family. Uh, and for Lightning Lane, you, of course, got our opinions. That's, like you said, if it's something special to you, maybe it's worth it. Or maybe you just say, you know, when people start budgeting for Disney vacations now, you know, you're budgeting for food, you're budgeting for, for merchandise that you want to bring home. Now, you're also budgeting... For these little additions, you're budgeting for maybe Genie Plus a couple days. You're maybe budgeting for a Lightning Lane or two. I'm assuming you, you can in. use your uh, Disney reward dollars for that. You stuff? can, yeah. Perfect. Okay, yeah. So uh, I mean, all it does is add it to. It'd be like purchasing anything with your Magic Band. Mm-hmm. You know, so you would just have to go to the front desk and say, "Hey, here, you know, use my use my rewards." You could do. Oh, uh, that's you, cool. You could buy Disney gift cards throughout the year and then go down and load your account. At wherever you're staying, and do it that way. Did they give you an annual pass for a DVC discount? No discounts. Okay. Absolutely no discounts. Nope. Nope. No. No DVC. No AP. None of that. I did get the new AP though uh, for the fiftieth. Uh, it's super cool. I really, really enjoy that. So uh, it's very pretty. Well, guys, I think we've hammered this home. I think maybe we've answered a lot of people's questions. This, <laughs> I got. I got to say this. This has been a confusing rollout for people because there's three separate things that are all rolled into one. They have to understand what Genie is right. and what Genie Plus is, then what Lightning Lane is. And they're very different, but all together. So I think we've I think we've done it. You know, the one thing that you said is not part of this is the PhotoPass stuff, you know, which we had before, which kind of stinks that it's gone. They do have it over in California, but that just gives our Disney dad family an amazing opportunity to take some great pictures for themselves and post them to our Facebook book, to our Facebook group. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Justin, since it's been a while since I've seen you, and uh, we've taken some good pictures together recently, you know, we, uh, we we got to spend some time. Why don't you tell me what's your pick of the week? 
Yeah, uh, I tell you what. Let me uh, first before I do that, let me give a quick shout out to a pic that I posted, and that's of my beautiful wife and me dressed as the Incredibles. Uh, it was her birthday yesterday, so happy birthday, love! Uh, I'm very, very uh, lucky to have you, Riley, and I are, and we appreciate you very much. It was a, it was a yes, good day he together. Is. Um, I'm gonna go with my good friend Lori Templeton Euler. They're down, and uh, she said planning Dang for 15. It. Yeah, I got you. I yeah. love it. Planning for 15 was definitely a challenge, but so far so good. We had an amazing lunch at Kona today. As a Disney planner, Lori, I understand. Trust me. You get those large parties, it is really tough to get some of those dining reservations, even at 60 days. Uh, but I'm so glad that you posted a couple other pictures. I'm so glad you are having an amazing trip. I hate that I missed you. I did get to see you guys. Uh, but hopefully this summer we'll have something very cool uh, coming to where maybe we can all meet up and spend time together. Uh, so I am super, super happy you're in the parks. Have fun. All right. Happy birthday, Katie. Uh, what do you got for me, Dave? All right. Well, first up, I wanted to give a shout out to some of the amazing uh, Halloween costumes that were posted this week. I think mm-hmm. everybody did uh, an amazing job. However, I wanted to make a special mention of one of our newer members uh, recently joined the group. Uh, Brandon Weary uh, posted a picture. He carved a Mickey pumpkin, but then also carved a pumpkin and put a small child inside it. And I am all about anything that puts a small child into uh, weird and precarious situations. Um, my wife has many pictures of me. Uh, Inside I had a No, but <laughs> n- not me personally, no. Uh, I had a weird thing where I liked to uh, take one of my children, uh, both of them when they were younger, and when they had learned to sit upright, they would sit kind of in the palm of my hand and I could do kind of almost a Rafiki moment one-handed with them above my head and it upset her greatly. Um, and <laughs> like a lot, I don't want to downplay this. She got very upset by this. So doing something fun and creative with a small child stuck I in a pumpkin it. like that. That's uh, so good. I, yeah. So I wanted to give a shout out to Brandon, uh, for, uh, look for that, uh, particular post. And that is my pick of the week. That's awesome. Brandon. I think we need to do, I need to get one of those, you know, moderately bigger pumpkins. Not to be much bigger. And we'll do a picture of me in there next Halloween. Oh my goodness, that would be so cute. <laughs> Let's do it. I love oh, it. Oh, that would be great. If you could, like, wear a shirt, though, please. It'll Thanks. be fantastic. Uh, Mike, <laughs> how about you, buddy? What's yours? Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Nick Buckley and Jessica Buckley. And they had a great trip recently they, uh, with their kids. Uh, they had some really cool ride pictures, some really great photo shots. So uh, you have my pick of the week. But I also want to give a special shout-out, because this has been so much going on between uh, Halloween pictures and so much stuff. I want to give out a, a special shout out to a very special family in our heart, and that's the Ramey family who just had a new addition. They just had a baby girl yeah. recently, and uh, they got some great Halloween pictures on there too. So her first Halloween, and uh, welcome to the family. That's awesome, man. So happy for you guys. Love that family. Absolutely love them. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. I am so glad to be back. I know, Mike, you're glad to be back. It is. What are you diamond in? What's that? What is it? Oh, I, we've almost did. One thing that I forgot. Well, I wanted to mention one more thing. Speaking of the triangle, the Christmas tree. Now that the oh, Halloween season That's is right. over, yeah, yeah we, we can't forget <laughs> about that. The Smith family, as we know, has an amazing, amazing, huge display. If you haven't seen it, it's in our Facebook group. Uh, they have a, Irene Smith does this huge, she has the Guinness Book of World Records for the most amount of Christmas trees. And she blessed us last year with our first very own Disney Dad podcast tree. And uh, last year, a lot of our Disney Dad family were able to send pictures in because of the, obviously, the COVID stuff going on. And they used 
uh, quite a bit of our pictures for the Disney Dad Tree. And Nate is looking for our pictures this year. So if you go to our, our Facebook page, you can see a, a pin post there, and there's a link you can send your photos to. And they did a great job with the tree last year. So please, uh, you know, send them your pictures. They, Nate explains everything you got to do in the post. And uh, we love seeing the tree last year, and I'd love to see some new faces on the tree this year. Oh, man, I love – dude, the walkthrough that Nate does of the house every year is amazing. Like all those trees, it's incredible. I'm putting up Christmas this week. So, Nate, let's roll, buddy. I am ready for the holidays. I'm excited. I am ready to do this. I uh, I tell you what, guys. We appreciate you all so much. Of course, scroll down. Click those links. Everything's there. Uh, our emails, of course. You can go to our website. And, uh, and also, if you love what we're doing, love that we're trying to make this positive Disney community uh, built around you guys, your families, and our families, uh, please go give us that virtual hug. Go over, slap us five stars, uh, and write a nice comment. It helps us grow the show, reach more and more people. And of course, we have to thank our patron. Uh, our patron each and every week are so incredible. And speaking of patron, I've got some really fun stuff uh, to talk about on the patron side, guys, uh, that we're going to hop around a few different topics really quickly, which always makes it fun. Uh, but before we do that, let's do some closing words. Dave, close it up for me. Um, hey, the, the Disney parks have grown and developed and have utilized this interesting time period in our history to uh, introduce and change some of the things. And uh, Walt Disney himself said, uh, referring to Disneyland, that it would never be completed, that it would continue to grow as long as there is imagination left in the world. Uh, this is the next step and the next growth. Uh, and as we've discussed tonight, it's Disney coming up to par with some of the other options that are available out there. And it does give you some great choices. So uh, if you don't understand everything involved in Genie, Genie Plus, how the pay-for-play um, lightning lanes operate... Uh, listen to this episode again, or just call uh, your friendly team at Away With Me Travel. Um, they'll walk you through it and make sure that you are set up for success. Fantastic. Wow, that was nice. <laughs> Professional, dude. Wow, look at there you. you. Go. Uh, Mike, how about you, buddy? Close it up. Uh, I'm so glad to be back on with you guys. You know, we took a couple of weeks off. I got to spend some time with you, Justin, some time with Jason, some time with you, Dave, and Joe. I mean, we had a blast seeing all of our Disney family. And, of course, you know, we, you know, we love Rick, and we love him. You know, we get to see Rick now that he's a Floridian. It's good to see. And I think he's over in China right now, you know, mm -hmm. mixing some, doing some ice stuff. So it was it was a really good trip. I was, it was a well-needed trip. And um, I was certainly looking forward to getting back to you guys recording and kind of getting back on a regular schedule. So uh, it's good to see you guys. And I'm glad they got to spend some time hearing all about the genie. Well, Mike got to see firsthand how much Simpsons I watch. <laughs> Wouldn't you true. say? That is true. I, I think in the four or five days we were together, I rolled through maybe two and a half seasons because I sleep with it on at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I'll even wake up in the middle of the night and restart it if it goes off. So I have serious uh, mental Simpsons issues. But I love it. Yeah. So uh, This is why so many of our episodes go left to a Simpsons episode. They go completely episode. around Simpsons episodes. That's it. So, uh, But I had an absolute blast. It was hard being away, though. This is uh, – I think I've done – one other two week stint in the last four years where I was away for two weeks on a vacation and stuff like that. But this has been, uh, it's been a while and we pre taped some episodes too. So it's actually been like three weeks since I've been on the mic. And man, I miss you guys. I miss Disney family. I love doing this. I sometimes, I think us as Disney fans, we become jaded or we become just, you know, kind of wrapped around, you know, everything that's that, that, that we think we love. And, and then we, and then we fall out of love with it a little bit. And all it takes is being back. 
And being in the parks and having Riley back in the parks and seeing her smile and laugh and and doing all that, it just it re-energized me as a Disney fan. And it made me so appreciative that we have this, that we have this podcast family, that we have you guys that we can come on and talk each and every week with, that we can see your stories and you share with us so much. Uh, and so we appreciate you guys. Have an incredible, incredible week. Spread some Disney cheer. Spread some positivity. Make someone smile this week. Go out and do something good for somebody. Make the world a better place. Patron family, stick around. Until next time, guys, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Cheers. Have a good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one. That's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.